What's going on everybody? It is Casey Washak here, co-creator of The Fit and 42, and your host, your captain, your navigator for The Fit and 42 life. Guys, I am 15 hours in on a 20-hour drive from Southern California to my new home of Kingwood, Texas. Uh, here's the crazy part, is we cut this trip up into two days. So we're driving 10 hours each day crazy part was in the first day of driving 10 hours from Southern California we made it to Texas we stopped in El Paso Texas so in 10 hours we got from California to Texas then the next 10 hours is all in Texas you know you see Texas on a map and you realize it's big but driving it's a completely different story this it's like never-ending so well, in this podcast, guys, what I want to go over is this whole um, idea of new beginnings for me when, in making this decision and some of the things that we have, have begun implementing in our lives and some of the things we're, we're decluttering from our lives and this whole idea this new idea that we're implementing of minimalism and how we got there. All right. So everything kind of hit at the same time, you know, late October, October, early November, Teresa and I made the decision, you know what? Uh, we're going to move. And at that point we started looking at homes in Texas Realizing that, uh, you know, the, the style of home, the uh, decor uh, between Texas and Southern California are different. And just realizing how much stuff we've accrued over our time in Southern California. And not just stuff, but stuff that added zero value to our lives. And uh, so at the same time, we decided to uh, do that um, and start looking at homes. We started watching a show on Netflix. Uh, I think it's called Tidying Up with uh, Marie Kondo. She's the lady who, you know, wants you to keep things that add joy to your life. So you hold a shirt up to your chest and if you feel joy, you keep it. If you don't, you put it in a pile and you donate it or give it away or whatever. Throw it out. So we started to dive a little deeper into this idea of minimalism. And at first, I'll tell you, I was not a big fan. Because in my, in my idea of minimalism, I thought we were going to basically um, like make our own clothes and I would be whittling toys out of wood for my kids. And I'm like, you know what? I, I don't want to like live in the, the middle ages. I, I still want to live in the 21st century and, and, and do things and have nice things. But the more I started reading up on minimalism, I've read a few books. The more it was something that 
I can truly get behind, and it falls in line with with a lot of my um, my beliefs already. Like I truly believe that everyone should have like a almost like a mission statement as like who who I am as a person. What does Casey Washak stand for as a person, and what do the Washaks as a family? Represent and what do they stand for as people and as a family? And so, this idea of minimalism was not about owning no owning nothing and owning no stuff and doing nothing, but it's more about decluttering your life and only adding things to your life that add value. And I was that was something I. I can embrace wholeheartedly. And as somebody who's who's pretty frugal, I couldn't believe the amount of useless stuff that we were putting in donation piles um, that that we were giving away or we were gonna throw out, you know, in in making this transition from Southern California to Texas. And just a, and just random things to that fill up space. The bookshelf is too empty, so let's buy a fifteen dollar candle that we won't burn, and just put it on the bookshelf. That corner of the room is empty, so why don't we buy a forty five dollar plant, or and not even a plant? It's not even real. It's plastic. And put it in the corner of the room. Boom. Now it takes up some space. And <laughs> it's worthless. And I don't know how. Like we must add hundreds of. Maybe even thousands of dollars. Of this sort of stuff. In our home. And not just us. Not just myself. Not just my wife. But my kids too. We gave them each a box. And we said put Put the toys that you no longer play with in this box. And they filled those boxes. And they filled them quick. And it was like, wow. So it was a pretty eye-opening experience. So reading more on um, minimalism, reading up on minimalism... One of the things you're supposed to do, and like I said, this is something I can embrace wholeheartedly, is figure out like who you are as a person, who you are as a family, and only and what do you represent? So as a family, we are a pretty um, uh, we're pretty athletic, we like to be active. Uh, we love outdoor activities. Um, we love music. We love art. We love self-development. So these are all things that this is where we are going to focus our our spending habits on. So this is and. These all all these things are going to create experiences as a family. 
and it's already been working. And my, uh, we've got the family together. We kind of had this little talk about it. Like, guys, look. And my daughter, my my daughter who's seven, gets it way better than 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 my son does, who's four right now. But uh, you know, for example, we were at the grocery store the other day, and Charlotte saw a toy she wanted from the grocery store. Just complete impulse, Dad. Can I get that? And I just asked her, Shar, would you rather this or would you rather um, us go fishing when we move to Texas? She said, oh, I want to go fishing. All right, cool. Well, that's that's where we'll spend our money. We won't spend our money on this toy. So it, it was in line with what um, we want to do as a family. Now... With kids, it's a little more difficult because there's obviously they're going to want toys and things like that. And I'm all about toys, but in my opinion, the toys should add value. The toys should um, make my children better somehow, such as Legos, even like even a Barbie sparks creative play. There's a lot of imagination involved with playing with dolls and stuff like that. But uh, Legos, things like that. But no, um, one of the things we noticed, there was definitely a theme to all the toys the kids were putting in that box to donate. And um, a lot of them were the, um, if you have kids, you'll probably be familiar with these things, but like Shopkins and things like that. Now, being a business man myself, I absolutely love the model of the whole, the blind bags where you don't know what toy you're going to get. It creates, it cre- like every one of those blind bags is almost like unwrapping a Christmas present. You don't know what's inside. But that wears off the minute you open it and there's not really much you can do with those little tiny toys so in my opinion the kids are just chasing that that Christmas day effect and there's a lot of different toys like those um, they call those LOL dolls where it's so smart it's multiple toys wrapped up in this like ball and there's um in order to open it you gotta like un- unlock the clues and then it will open like a secret passage and you get one toy but then there's another clue to keep working your way throughout that whole little ball it's about the size of a softball the big ones which are like 40 bucks by the way <clears throat> and in my once again, what I've noticed with my daughter is it's more about unlocking the puzzle and just seeing what those toys were. So it's more exciting to be opening the toy than actually have the toys in hand playing with them. And that's really hard to watch if um, you spent twenty, thirty dollars. Maybe and there's bigger ones, but uh, that are more expensive. But you're watching your kid. 
have all this fun opening the toy and then once the toys open there's no more excitement so we're really hoping that this idea of minimalism and this if we don't spend our money here we could spend our money there idea will really um get them on board with with um this idea so with buying only certain things so for us um it's not about living in a tiny house and having no things it's about decluttering our lives and and only spending our money on things that add value or make us better people or create experiences and um, so that's one of the things I just wanted to get across about this idea of minimalism because it really, like I said, it really fell in line with uh, my belief system. And um, as, as somebody who has a lot of goals uh, financially and personally and, and, and business-wise, um, it creates more structure. And I love structure. And so I really believe the long-term effects of this are going to be, are going to be huge and we're going to really, it's going to, um, not, not only catapult our lives, but one of the things that it's, it's really helped already is the communication between my wife and I, you know, um, really understanding what our goals are as a family and what we're trying to achieve as a family. And then that's where we, we, um, we spend our money. And, and obviously we have a budget, but as long as it falls into these buckets and it stays within budget, we're all good. And this way there's no sort of, um, uh, what's the word I want to use? Resentment between my wife and I if, if I'm just buying random things and, and Teresa has some goals in mind and some things that she wants to achieve as a family and here I am not following the, the roadmap we've set so obviously there's discipline in following the roadmap but we've created such a clear cut roadmap that uh, it'll be really easy to call each other out on. So I want to, uh, so, so far I've talked primarily about um, like the financial aspect, but really there's one of the things I wanted to talk about is the, uh, the, the idea of decision overload. And I've heard about this and, and I, I kind of already follow this, um, just, just basically out of, out of our lifestyle already, as far as like, for example, I'll, I'll, I'll explain this by showing you the analogy is uh, Steve Jobs and Mark Zuckerberg. So Steve Jobs, who was the CEO of Apple for a long time, he's, he's now passed but Mark Zuckerberg, also the CEO of Facebook, um, they wear the same clothes every day. 
And it's not the same t-shirt But it's the same color The same style t-shirt every day There's And the, the thought process behind that is There's such thing as decision overload These two gentlemen Have a, had a lot of Decisions they have to make that are going to propel their their businesses forward that are going to affect a lot of lives in the process and to waste creative juices on what they're going to wear today is a waste. So there there is a theory that you basically like in a day, there's only so many decisions you can make. So make sure that those decisions are, are spent on moving the needle forward, changing lives, and, and not on trivial things. So are there ways to, to kind of simplify life? And so like I said, we've already done this to a degree because, uh, you know, in my businesses with the gyms, uh, I have a uniform. So it's really simple just to, you know, I have a closet full of Fit and 42 t-shirts and polos. So I put one of those guys on, one of the uh, pairs of workout pants. And what I do is I typically find a pair of sneakers I like and I buy two pairs of them. Because what's happened to me in the past is I like a pair of sneakers, I buy them and I'm a creature of habit when I wear them out six months later or whatever I want to buy the same pair again I can't find them so I buy two pairs at a time this way I wear them out and then I already have that that new pair just waiting for me so um, that's primarily Um, the the idea of decision overload is is the the idea. Of, are there ways to cut cut out some of the trivial decisions you're making in life and, and make them almost um, uh, like subconscious? Like every day you're just grabbing that gray T-shirt and then the pair of jeans, and you have a closet full of gray T-shirts. That's Mark Zuckerberg. So, um, just simplifying things. Simplifying things and making life simpler so you can spend time on the things that truly matter is really all this boils down to. And like I said, I am still de- de- uh, decoding this and trying to um, implement this in my life. So, the deeper I get, I will absolutely share with you, but in my opinion, this is, uh, what I'm doing is I want to declutter my life. So my life's work is trying to help people live their best life. And that's why one of my buckets, so to speak, where I is self-development. I will spend I don't, I spend quite a bit of money on books 
and courses. Why? Because at the end of that book, at the end of that course, I should be a little bit better of a human being or a little bit like quote unquote enhanced. I should know things I didn't know before. So I heard a saying once that I truly fell in love with is you can know everything there ever was to know from past people because it's all in books. All you got to do is read and do the work. There is no secrets out there. Everything people have ever known is somewhere in a book. And so I really love that saying and I really love the idea of, um, of self-development, constantly learning. And so and that's this point of the podcast is the more I learn, the more I want to pass on. So, so we all can grow together, guys. So that is so far, this is my take on minimalism. I'm really enjoying it. Um, it's going to help propel my family forward as to like what's truly important and what you know financially what do we really want to spend our money on what are the goals we want to achieve and how can we help more people instead of spending money on decorative candles and faux plants and just like I have clothes I've never worn like so much silliness I couldn't believe it But um, anyways, guys, I hope this brought you value. And um, I'm sure I'll probably do another podcast in the next five hours I have in the car still. So uh, take care, guys, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.